a, um, today's it's, it's not as much an offering thought as it is a, a life thought. And I just had, a, I just had a, a thought during the week that as I was just working on some, some messages and all, and I said, oh man, that's something that it's a little different, a little different than an offering thought, but I want to go with it and, um, and just share this for our, our offering thought today. I'm going to read one scripture out of Acts chapter 24 and verse 16. Acts chapter 24 and verse 16 says, This being so, I myself always strive to have a conscience without offense toward God and toward men. I strive to have a conscience without offense toward God and man, I want to take just a few moments and encourage us about striving to live an offense-free life. An offense-free. I mean, offense is it's one of those things that, that just, I'm looking for a tissue if anybody can make that happen. Thank you, Gary. Appreciate it. Offense is one of those things that, that happens the opportunity for it happens quite often, and it's really one of those aspects of our walk with Christ and with other people that can really stumble us, trip us up, get us up on the wrong path. This is, this is easier for some than others. Some people a little bit more prone towards offense or being quickly offended than others. And of course, um, all of us, at some point, I mean, another, we have, seeing how our hearts are not 100%, you know, fully there yet, all of us at some point have to deal with offense in our life. And so, understanding that, that these opportunities will come, I want to just deal with just one or two thoughts on it. And, and number one is, to be offended what it means to be offended, and that is to either have or to put, so either have put in front of you or you to put in somebody else because we're focusing more on the offense, the second part of that scripture, without offense toward men. We're not focusing on the toward God part today. We're focusing on the other half, offense toward men towards people in our life. And so to be offended is to have or to put a stumbling block or an impediment impediment in the way upon which another, another person, may trip and fall and or be entrapped. You see, offense is one of those things in our life that really just comes and traps us. And, and once, once we just find ourselves having been given into and given over to offense, you'll find yourself real quick, kind of like one of those little, you know, traps, one of those animal traps, what are those things called again? Bear trap, Venus fly trap, uh, just one of those, there you go, all sorts of traps that do that, I guess, that just grab you, snags you, and next thing you know, you're trying to you're trying to walk around with this trap that's just grabbed you. It's, a, it's an entrapment. And we have, to, we have to begin to have the eyes to see and the heart 
to understand about how to not allow offense to entrap us while at the same time knowing that opportunity for offense is knocking on your door. It's going to be knocking on your door almost every day as you come and as you go. So striving, because it says right there, and I love that word, it makes it very, very serious. When he says, I myself always strive to have a conscience without offense. Striving doesn't necessarily, in, in, our, in our thought process, oftentimes we think of striving, we think of, you know, sweating, you know, bullets and just, and really just, just panicking and, and having a hard time over, over wanting to get something done. But striving in this, in this sense, listen to, I mean, it's just a very simple and straightforward definition that means to train and exercise oneself. So let's, let's put that into his scripture right here. I train and exercise myself to have a conscience that is without offense. Training and exercising yourself. Now, we can go to sports, working out, ballet, drawing, whatever. If you want to do something, you want to be good at something, running, you know, they got that race happening right now over here, you know, running like a thousand miles or something over the course of three days. Man, if you want to do something like that, you're going to hopefully... Where's Kenny? Is Kenny there? We're not just going to go out there and just run it five minutes later. That's what he, yeah, okay. If you're going to run something like that or you're going to do something like that, you're going to train for it. You're going to be prepared for that thing which you are committing yourself to. And so what the Word of God is beginning to tell us, and it's kind of this, it's flipping. It's not, it's not a matter of saying, well, I'm going to stop being offended. I'm just going to stop being offended. That's, that's not what it's, a, it's not quite that simple. It's I'm going to prepare myself for the next time that some bozo, or maybe I'm the bozo, that does something or hears something that is creeping in as an offense to me. I'm going to get ready for it. I'm going to be prepared for it. And I'm not going to let myself once again trip into it and be ensnared and trapped yet again. Everybody say yet again. This is one of those areas you got to train and you've got to get better because next thing you know, you're offended, you're upset, offense begins to breed all these other emotions in our life. And next thing you know, you're just like you're caught for weeks and maybe months down the road. So living without offense does not happen because opportunities for offense are not presented to you, and we could even say regularly, but rather living without offense is because you're prepared to deal with these opportunities for offense when they are presented to you. You're ready for it. You're ready for it. You know, you're like, you're prayed up in the same way that you get prayed up so that you're not slipping into that same old vice that had you bound for years or that, that same old, you know, temptation that had you tripping up for years. You're ready for another offense to come your way. Now, let's dig in just a little bit more, just for a couple more minutes. Genuine and valuable relationships 
Hear me. We're getting just very lifey today, aren't we? Genuine and valuable relationships are discovered on the other side of offense. Some people say, oh, well, if, if this is a valuable, if this relationship is, is what it's, if this is a long-term, this is a God relationship, well, then, you know, this is just going to be a good relationship defined as I'm never going to be hurt, I'm never going to be offended, I'm never going to be upset. And that just simply is what we call living in a fictional world. Everybody say that. That world doesn't exist in this world. I mean, there, I meet one or two people every now and then that their temperament and their personality is such that they just don't seem like maybe that they are prone to this. That, that is possible. And it's not to say that, that every relationship is automatically going to have to deal with offense. It's just simply to say that most relationships... Even those closest to us, the husbands, the wives, the children, the parents, probably mainly those, at some point will have to deal with opportunities to be offended in their life. Amen. Is anybody like, oh, me, Pastor, you're on the wrong topic. Keep on. Let's get, let's get on to Jesus. The other side of offense there's going to be times where it comes in and it begins to creep on us like a temptation. And we have to, again, we strive. Their other side of that definition of striving is sometimes even with that training and that pre preparation and that exercise that we still have to push through. Even though you train for a marathon, man, there's parts in that race that you just have to push through. If we walk away... If we walk away from a relationship at the moment offense attempts to grab us and or does grab a hold of you, you are robbing yourself of the opportunity to experience what genuine, authentic relationship really is. This goes, if man, if husbands and wives all over the planet could get a hold of this one, divorce rate would go down exponentially just knowing that is coming if parents and children would just get a hold of this and it wouldn't be like oh you hurt my feelings again it'd be like being prepared for yep you're gonna hurt my feelings again but I'm gonna I'm gonna be ready for it I'm gonna be ready for it if you think you can exchange a relationship for another in which offense will not be included in that, you're fooling yourself. I can go get a new friend. I can go get a new husband. I can go get a new wife. I can go get a new church. I can go get a new boss. I can go get a new whatever. If you think that simply by going bloop, bloop is going to solve your problem, again, you're living in a fictional world. The problem will follow you everywhere you go because you live in a world with people in it you live in a world with you in it <laughs> that's right we're talking about you we're not just talking about me you know last week me all talking about anger it's like oh pastor you just you just preaching that to yourself no no i was actually preaching it to you too 
Like today, I'm, I'm, this is for you too. You can't think you can just exchange, get something new, try something new, and that that's going to rid the opportunities of offense in your life. They're always going to keep coming. That's, again, that scripture. Put down that Acts 24, 16. Write it down somewhere. I train myself and exercise myself to have a conscience without offense toward God and men. So we have to sometimes, on a very practical side, of course you got to give it time. You got to give time for healing. You got to you got to go before the Lord. You have to you have to give God time to touch your heart. You know, like the like the morning fog dissipating as the morning sun rises, so will our offense in time when we shed the light of Christ upon it. When we hide it, when we tuck it away, when we don't address it, this thing tends to fester. But when we bring the light, when we engage the person, when we begin to acknowledge the offense, and I'm not talking about, about pouting about it or, or woe is me about it. You're just like, this hurt. This, I'm upset about this. You hurt me. I hurt you. We acknowledge these things. We talk about these things. We, we engage our brother. We engage our sister. We stay small in our own eyes. Don't, don't get the mindset that, that I'm right, they're wrong. We got to stay small in our own eyes. We cannot position ourselves in the seat of prominence when it comes to dealing with offense in our life. And lastly, we need to stop looking for opportunities to be offended. We don't even realize it at times, but we're just waiting. We're lurking. Oh, if you say what I think you're about to say, we're anticipating. We're putting words in the mouth. You're, you're going to say this, aren't you? Before it's here, we need to stop. It's, this, is, this is being changed in the image of Christ. This is, this is a slow change that's happening in our lives as we become more and more like Jesus. But let's stop looking for opportunities for offense and instead just be a people who prepare and exercise ourselves to live an offense-free life. Can somebody say Amen. All right, I don't know who that's for this morning. It was, it was just for you, Pastor. All right, maybe it's just for me, but um, take that word. And let's go ahead and prepare our tithes and our seed today. Worship team can go ahead and come forward. Thank you, Lord. I have too many messages today, that being the first of, of, of the next one, and excited to, excited to minister this next word in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Let's just go ahead and pray. Lord, we just thank you today, God. We thank you, Lord, that you're continually working upon our hearts. Lord, that you're just pouring forth water, softening our hearts, Lord. Lord, keeping us moldable, Lord, as clay within a potter's hands, Lord. Let us be molded by you, Jesus. And, um, Lord, we just give you all the glory today. We give you all the honor, Lord, as we bring our tithes and our seeds before you. In Jesus' name, amen.